Hello, Mama. Welcome to the It Takes a Village podcast, where we're here to remind you that it takes a village to raise a mom, not just a kid. I'm Casey. I'm a millennial mom. I'm here to help remind you who you were before you had littles. Let's ditch that mom guilt and show up as the best version of ourselves for them. We're going to help you choose joy, share tips and all kinds of stories, and of course, those mom hacks to make sure that we can show up to be the best ones yet. Can't wait to hear what you think. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so glad you're here today because we're talking about the Kendrick Lamar song, Be Humble, Sit Down. I bet many of you didn't know it's actually a song about motherhood. No one knew that. I don't even think Kendrick Lamar knew that. I hope he listens to this. I know he doesn't, but I'm going to send it to him and hope he's like, wow, I really did write this song for motherhood. That's actually what I did. So I used to think that I was able to run the show, to do the thing, to climb the mountain, to get all of it done and wrapped up in a nice little bow while having so much fun along the way. I'm an Enneagram 7, so I'm all about the experiences, who I get to meet, what I get to do, all the things. And then I had a kid. And nothing is more humbling than motherhood. Nothing. In motherhood, you become so wrapped up in someone other than yourself that most of the time, I'd say anywhere from like a year to two years in, you like lose yourself if you're not self-aware of it. I know I did. And I know countless of my mom's friend, mom friends did. And as a single mom, I really felt that it was the only thing that defined me. You know, I woke up early, obviously, to, you know, work out and get my mind right. I have always been super into meditating since becoming a mom, especially so I can get my mindset right. And I really thought for the longest time, and my son is going to be six this year, that that's that is who I was. I was a mom. That's that's who it was. That's what defined me. And I think that's why one of the things that I really want to get out of my journey and my business and this podcast is that you are someone, you were someone before you became a mom and she matters. And for my listeners that aren't moms, girl, it goes the same. Like you are someone and you matter. So whatever you think defines you, let's take another look. You become enamored and consumed by these tiny humans. You know, they're a part of you. So obviously that's going to happen. And as a mother, you it, it's like a selfless love. You know, love at first sight. It's like the one thing that is totally different than, you know, a love at first sight with a partner. You love you know, feeling them move inside of you and then they get here and it's so like consuming and amazing and you like can't breathe when you first think about it. Like the first year of motherhood, you're like, oh, I love you so much. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And these tiny humans, they stretch you literally. They stretch you every which way. Your butt, your boobs, your belly, all the bees, your brain. And they expose all of your raw edges, all of your rough spots. They 
they're, they're like sandpaper <laughs> and they just like like shape out the edges from your heart to your humor it is life's ultimate ego check because no matter how many books you read there ain't no manual no manual because every kid is different every motherhood journey is different and yes the reason we have mom friends and mom blogs and motherhood communities is because that is something that we crave and you can take advice up the wazoo and a lot of the times when a kid's going through something it if your mom friend gives you advice it'll work but your kid could be totally different than her kid the fact of the matter is that there isn't a manual because we grow right along with our babies we're just trying desperately to not raise assholes. Our goal is to raise kind kids. You want to raise the kid who's going to be nice to anyone and friends with everyone. You want to raise the kid that's going to include the kid who's sitting alone at lunch. And the thing is, is that it's such a humbling experience because a lot of the time especially in new phases and new things it it, it gets so so overwhelming that like you want to scream I'm guilty of that I know a handful of people who are guilty of that and our actions correlate so greatly to who they become you have to have patience you have to be your best you have to be humble sit down You're not going to be able to do it all. And if you could, girl, you'd probably end up doing a shit job. Unless you're a superwoman or like super mom. Because I know a couple of those and they are fascinating creatures. It's like watching a dog walk on its hind legs. I aspire to be like that or like a Pinterest mom. I'm not. I'm a dollar store mom. (laughs) I am through and through. So here are some things that help keep me humble and still have some humor on this crazy, crazy adventure. We've all seen that reel on Instagram or that TikTok. I'm not sure where it was originated, but it's like, because when I'm nicer, things go better. And when things go better, I have more fun. You know that one? Okay, so tip number one. I'm nicer when I move my body. Doesn't matter for how long. 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. When I can physically show up to have energy to even comprehend the 75 questions I'm going to get asked before 6.30 in the morning, I'm nicer. I'm nicer. I'm less of a bish. And I feel better about myself. You know, it's something that I've like innately grained into my brain that I have to move my body Because if I don't, I am impatient and I am short and my shortcomings end up being his shortcomings. And that's not what I want in life. I'm already an asshole. I don't want you to be one. Oh, and caffeine. Caffeine, whatever that version of caffeine is for you, whether it's coffee, whether it's tea, whether it's, you know, like if you don't do caffeine, whatever that is for you, you know, herbal tea or something. People who 
don't drink caffeine, I think you guys are unicorns. And I hope someone who doesn't drink caffeine is listening to this. And I hope you message me and tell me your, tell me your tricks and your tips. Cause I fascinating unicorns, you people, I love it. But I find that it really helps me to not get in that mom guilt stage because I moved my body. I can show up, I can have energy and I can keep up with these little tiny humans <laughs> too accept your kid for who they are and who they are not. They're not going to be the same as you as much as we try. Oh, aren't you going to love crocheting or decoupaging or don't you want to do journaling with me? I bought my son a journal for Christmas. You know what he did with it? He, he, he hid it so that he didn't have to use it anymore. And that's okay. That's not his thing. That's my thing. And that has been something I learned as he's gotten older, because I feel like when he was a little, when he was littler, I was able to make him do things that I like to do or watch the movies that I like to watch. So I feel like if you're in that stage, enjoy it. If you're in that stage where your kid can't move too much and they can't talk back and, you know, you can just like put on a thing and be like, oh my God, isn't this so funny, baby? Enjoy it. It does not last forever. And I miss it very much so. Three. Remember, there's going to be like a couple of these. They'll just help you stay humble, help you have humor and help you not rip your hair out. So the third tip, my friends, your child however many you have, if you have more than one, God bless your soul. Your child is your best critic. They are your best critic. They will tell you, you look terrible. They will tell you, you look beautiful. Sometimes if they're caught in a doing something wrong or in a lie or something like that, that you will be the most beautiful creature on the face of the planet. You'll be like a shiny princess, but they will always tell you the truth. You want the truth? Ask your kid. There's a reason they have that show, Kids Say the Darndest Thing. And it's this right here. Four, your kid, as my child says it, will always throw you at the bus. And when he says that, he normally means throw you under the bus. Don't try to get anything around your kid, especially if they're in that like talking stage. If they're a baby, oh, homegirl. You message me and you ask me what I used to tell my kid when he was younger. Please. The ice cream store used to sell broccoli. Santa used to go on vacation for the whole year until Christmas. (laughs) And uh, I mean, there's countless. Oh, Paw Patrol used to live right down the street from us. I swear. It's, It's amazing. And now I can't. Now I can't tell him any of that. So they will always throw you at the bus or under the bus because the amount of times my son has said to people, oh yeah, well, my mom told me an alligator lived in the lake and people look at me like, the hell are you telling this kid? And I'm like, what? What? He's lying. He's lying. So just remember that as they get older, they will always throw you under the bus. So you can't trust these little nuggets. And just remember, final, final tip from, you know, one mom to another. I just heard something fall in the other room. I'm like, what was that? From one thing to another. From one thing, from one mother to another. What am I even saying here, people? I have enough. I haven't had enough caffeine today. You are their world. 
So no matter what phase they are in, no matter where they are, baby, toddler, middle school, high school, they could be cursing you out or like winding up a wambulance. You are their world. They think so highly of you. There will never be another person in your life that thinks more highly. So just remember that when your patience is thin, when you need a glass of wine, or you know if you're not communicating with your partner properly, remember you're their world. And even when they're whining and annoying, because let's be serious, kids can be annoying. Take that in for a second. And I feel like I took my mom for granted until I became a mom. And then I realized, oh my God, she's a saint. She's a, she's Mother Teresa. She's amazing. And she did it all. And I do have to say, the only reason I feel like I was able to do it all as a new mom, as a mom now, is because I watched my mom. So just remember that even when you are doubting yourself, even when you lose your temper and you scream at them or you step on a goddamn Lego, whoever invented Lego should be punched in the throat. You're their world. Patience and kindness and compassion go a very long way on this crazy, crazy journey. And it is the most humbling thing in the entire world because just when you think you have it figured out, they change or they stop eating string cheese because now they don't like cheese or they have sleep regression because what the hell is that? Or or they start losing their teeth or, or anything. They go to high school, they apply to college anything. Obviously, I have only been in six years of this, so I am no veteran. But what I can tell you is that Kendrick Lamar said it best, be humble, sit down, take that advice, my sweet, sweet friends. I'm here, always rooting for you. Thanks so much for tuning in, moms. I know that life with littles can be crazy, but if this, you know, tugged at your heartstrings or made you ugly mom cry or any of those things, share it with a mom friend. You know, we all need them. Show up at her house with this podcast and some wine in hand. And if you feel like it, tag me on Insta. You know, holla at your girl. 